Hi, this is Tony with We Do Epoxy, and I'm looking for ugly floors. I mean, so ugly, dirt won't stick to it. We can take your ugly garage, basement, porch, or patio and turn it into a work of art in just a couple of days. Is your garage floor so ugly you keep the door closed to prevent anyone from seeing it? We Do Epoxy can fix that. Stop living with ugly concrete. Call me today at 859-582-7920. That's Tony at 859-582-7920. We are Trisden and Ray. Having lived and spent time on the coasts and in rural Appalachia, we feel like we have a unique perspective on most topics. Working to find the common sense middle in a country becoming more and more polarized. Welcome to Extreme Common Sense with Trisden and Ray. What's up, Ray? Hey, glad you made it. Man, I was what, 10 minutes late today? I, I wasn't counting. Actually, eight minutes. I was eight minutes late, which say, is not... I, I don't like that. But I'd say I, it was a good 12, but, you know. <laughs> you would say that. You exaggerate. Five minutes early is on time. On time is late. Five minutes late, don't show up. Now, in the last time, you were 15 minutes late, and I didn't give you this much shit. Uh, probably not 15. That's an embellishment. Mm, maybe 20. Yeah. Like, I went home and came back. First thing I, I said, was, though, was, hey, I'm sorry. You're so full of shit. <laughs> so, today, uh, two cool things today. One, before we bring up, now this is a show that I've envisioned and wanted to have since we've started the podcast, which is the two-on-two Republican-Democrat conversation. So this is going to be a fun show today. But two things are going to make this episode, for me, even better. One, we were listed nationally. Yeah, it's crazy. In a top 25 podcast to listen to. That was pretty darn cool. Yeah. How did you find that? I guess I was just playing around Googling stuff, and I put in Common Sense, and it brought up 300 shows, 300 other podcasts with Common Sense in the title, and ours was listed 25, behind Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> that, that's, you, you shouldn't have said that part, yeah. that been, but it was still weird, uh, and, and the list I think that we saw was the top 35, and we were... Oh yeah, top 35. It was top 35, yeah. and we were listed at number 25 of yeah, the top 35 podcast called yeah. feed uh, well not a podcast but from a site called feed spot yeah 35 best common sense podcasts so, number one is a dude named chad prather whoever, yeah. whoever chad famous. may be yeah chad is yeah okay cool and, and so, then probably conservative the sad truth with dr sod and then rudy giuliani common sense and some nonsense uh black dude named mike omioni happens to common black. sense hap- yeah. well no he, he is black he doesn't happen to be happens um and then it happens to be as rude. And then, yeah, we come in at uh, 25. Extreme Common Sense. Welcome to Extreme Common Sense, where Trisden and Ray tackle the world of social issues and try to bring a little bit of sense back to the world. We've so, really made it now. It's 25, yeah. something now. That, that, pretty that makes it official that somebody made a list with us on it. It actually says, um, the best common sense podcast from thousands of podcasts on the web, ranked by traffic, social media, followers, and freshness. How about that? I think ours was all freshness. As in, you're an asshole? <laughs> wow. Fresh, freshness? You're on one today. You know what, Ray? I stopped by. No, or me. Could cup- be me. Could I brought be you me. cupcakes. I brought Could you gift me. cards. And this is the shit yeah, that and I, I did. I didn't see it. No, as in we are fresh. Oh, okay. As in Fair being enough. fresh. Fair enough. Like fresh. And the, the second good thing, now this is almost just as good for me. Today is the day that I have every year in my work where I drop by and if we are lucky enough to have gifts for, for our top 20 clients or top 10 clients, we drop by and give our clients a little something. Dropped off those same cupcakes I dropped you at Galaxy. 
to uh, Nuevo Vallarta here off the exit, and they insisted on a shot of tequila. So oh! I am one shot of tequila. <laughs> That's why he's late. Yeah, which the truth comes out. Oh, latest, oh but, yeah. But I'm feeling much better, like 8% better than normal. Shot so. of tequila will do that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. So these are our uh, returning, uh, the returning champs. The returning champs here, yeah. yeah. Tony and Aaron. Say hello, boys. How hello, we boys. There we go. And I don't know that it's just That was a medicinal use of the tequila, right? That's what I'm It's told. cold season, you know. I like yeah, the, that, the, yeah. He's, warding Your off. eyes are bright. You're smiling. A little cheer. Christmas cheer. That's it. Ah. It's so nice. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing I've accomplished in my adult life that makes me feel better, and it's a true story, than walking into my client and then bringing me without asking an alcoholic drink. Yeah, sure. It's just, it's like you're on Cheers, like a real life Mexican version of Cheers. Yeah, it's right. wonderful. Right, right. Yeah. I'm assuming Lucas didn't do that for you at my place. Lucas did not. Do yeah, that. I, didn't, I missed you. I was in the building, but it's a big building and I missed you. Yeah, it's always nice to see Matt and Lucas. And, probably in the back taking a dump. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I always leave them. <laughs> yeah, leave it, don't. And I will say this. We have the, the debate today. And I don't know how debate it's going to be, but the debate is slightly handicapped for our Republican friends in that we have our own microphone and we're making them True, share the microphone. Yes. And we did ask so, so they don't... Speak up loud, boys. Yeah, and so they don't bump each other. We've asked that they gracefully caress each other on the knee to let each other know who's going to talk. So <laughs> that way there will be no confusion. There ain't nothing graceful under, about me. Reach under the table. Just a nice little inner thigh rub to know it's I'm going to talk, you know, take this one. That's how liberals work. <laughs> I don't know about or, that. or a lot of Republican congressmen. <laughs> oh, Lordy. All right. So, yeah, I don't think it's uh, two on or two on two. It's more just, I'm a pragmatist. I don't really, you know, I... I just look at it and judge it and say, wow, this is good and this is not. So. Judge. Yeah. Well, look at it and judge it. Yeah. Got to judge, man. I feel pragmatic, but I know which way my pragmatism leans. Right. So I do feel like, again, I always start in the middle, but I know, you know, based on my life experience, and that's one of my repeats in the show, I always get mad at people that, well, my side's good and your side's stupid. Well, you know, you could just have a different background. Like I always say, Nobody on earth should be voting Republican more than the man who happens to own the gun store, right? So, look, you're, if you're voting based on your individual lifestyle or what you've seen and, you know, the person you are, there's nothing dumb about how you vote on either side. Yeah, except that I would say, and Aaron will ask him this question, and we probably already have, or maybe we leave Aaron out of it, and I think about my buddy Paul, who's probably got as many guns as Aaron, who is reasonable enough to say, you know, there probably are some restrictions that need to be in place. There are too many out there. You know, not everybody should have access to an Uzi or an assault weapon. And that's not me saying that. That's a gun owner. I mean, if you poll Americans, 75% say, yeah, there should be something. There's too many damn shootings. We should do something about it. And you probably know how I feel, but we'll let our Republican friends take that. Like, where's where's the common sense in gun legislation, fellas? <laughs> That's an easy one. For you. Start with an easy one. period. Well, first of all, not everybody can right have here, an extreme Uzi already. Sense. The law is already on the books. Not everybody can have an Uzi. And I'm not even the FFL guy here. You can't go out and buy an Uzi. Sure. And you, you refer to assault weapons. Talk louder. You can share a mic. Yeah, talk, <laughs> talk louder. Talk louder. Okay. How's I don't want you getting lost behind. Get a little emotional. What's an assault weapon? Uh, I say so, a stick is an assault weapon. No, so I would say a weapon intended for the battlefield. So have your shotgun that you protect yourself with, have your handgun, but weapons that are made for the battlefield, which Aaron can speak to certainly much more educated in an educated way than can I, there should be some restriction on. There already is. Well, there should be more restriction on. Why? They don't pay attention to it now. 
Who doesn't pay attention? Criminals. The all of these kids they that are get, shooting they, they're schools. They're not buying guns legally. They're buying oh, them every, illegal. Almost every one of these kids, Tony, with all due respect, that has shot up a school has bought the gun legally. There was not. No, it was not an illegal gun purchase. Aaron, those are typically legal gun purchases those in America, are right? Typically legal gun purchases in America. Get right on that mic, brother. The problem is, though, we went. To, it's, how far do you want to go down the rabbit hole? Well, that's it, isn't it? It's, that's always the question. How far do you want to go down the rabbit hole? But I don't think it is a rabbit hole. I think it's a place where I don't think there's any lefty. There, okay, as Triz, as Trizan always says, there's a few lefties who you know might want to take your gun. Trizan, I don't want to take a gun from anybody, but we want to make sure that 16 year old kid who's got some mental problems doesn't wind up with a weapon designed for the battlefield going into a school and shooting 25 people. And I think the only way you do that is you do compromise the Tonys, the Aarons, my buddy Paul a little bit. But I think it's incumbent upon the Tonys, the Aarons, the Pauls to say that compromise is for the greater good and I can live with that. We don't want your shotgun. We don't want your pistol. Protect yourself all you want. But let's try and rein these assault weapons in a little bit. Correct? Isn't that sort of the point? Well, that I would say to you as a fellow progressive. Well, yeah, and I'm a gun owner. I mean, and again, I think what you're always trying. Nothing to wrap wrong your, with being a gun owner. What you're trying to wrap your head around, at least for me, is is of course you want to keep as many guns in the hands of people like the ones sitting at this table. And what is the way? And you know whether that's mental illness or or background additional background checks. And I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I can't lay out a plan that will fix it. But what is the way that will keep? more guns in the hands of owners like us and out of the hands of, you know, that 16-year-old who can get at his dad's gun cabinet who has a collection maybe like Aaron's and then go to a Walmart and blast it up. I don't know what the so, answer is. So we'll put you guys on the spot. Triz started this conversation, and we always do this without any rehearsal. So, huh? I think it was you, actually. The sort of guns? Yeah, I think so. How so? I don't know. We'll have to go back and listen. Fair enough. But uh, are there too many guns in America? Simple question. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so either. Is there a correlation between the number of guns in America and the number of shootings? Because I, I always go down this, and, and I will shut up after I say this. England doesn't have this problem. Australia doesn't have this problem. France doesn't have this problem. Canada doesn't have this problem. Hell, Mexico doesn't have this fucking problem other than the cartels. The citizens aren't being shot. Why do we have so many shootings in our beloved land of the free and home of the brave? That's my question to two Republicans. If you remember the last get on time, that mic, boy. The last time I was here, we went over this. You know, the numbers of homicide shootings in America was nineteen thousand in twenty twenty two. Was it not? Which yeah, which far exceeds any other Western I, European democracy. Okay, I totally agree. Far with that. exceeds. But if you put that to percentages to the guns in America, and then the what's actually happened, it's very a uh, small percentage. Yeah, you're, if you're looking at numbers. Sure, your chance of being now, shot in a mass shooting is very small, but I said too many. before in this podcast that not one person's life is being diminished here that, that that's happened. You know, I, I, I don't want to make light of that at all. You know, no one needs to get shot at Walmart buying eggs. Right. But you're not going to stop that criminal activity. I don't care what you do unless you just go and take every one of them. And I don't want to be penalized. Because there's a criminal over here done something. Yeah, but I so don't... So if I drink, if somebody else drinks and drive, you can't tell me I can't go buy a beer today. Yeah, but a lot of these kids that are doing these shootings are not criminals. Now, they're criminals once that shooting happens, but most of them have almost no background of criminality. These are not thugs in the inner city. Where thugs in the inner city are killing each other is in Chicago. Now, 
you know, what do you do Democrat about that? Run. I've said this last time on this podcast. Democrat run, but there's, but there's, they, but they do, they do lock up guns in Chicago, New York. But guess what? When you can drive to Indiana and buy any gun you want, it makes it almost impossible on Illinois, right? There again, the last time I was on here, we talked guns again. It all starts right back at home, and we have absolutely diminished the family institution in America. But you say, Aaron, you are on record as saying there are not too many guns in America. I think there are too many guns getting into the wrong hands, yes. And the way to combat that isn't by trying to I, limit that exposure to guns? Then there again, which one you want to limit? I don't want to defend my home with a shotgun, and you, the criminal has the AR. You're how beat. Do you, how do you choose? You're beat. And nobody don't take that. So then, so then, where does it stop? Already, should everybody have a should everybody have things, access to a bazooka? You already said. In I don't have situations. a bazooka, right? <laughs> huh? I've already said. But you guys are saying there should be no limit. There was no predecessor or, or precon. There was no uh, indication that the, that those the, those shootings were going to happen. Right. But so, your guys' argument is: look, if we limit these ARs, they're still going to fall into the hands of the wrong people. So I need to have that AR for protection. So where does that stop? It never stops, right? If you remember on the last podcast I was on this again, that we talked about, you know, when technology changes, I'm not going to be left behind. So if there's so no out, I want a phaser. So so you know, no so, so no limit. So no limit. I'm not saying no limit, but that well, does well, not okay, mean I right. need a black powder. Then what would be the limit? limit? What would know? be the limit? I don't know what day. But you guys got to come no, up with it, not us. Well, listen, if the, there's going to be a limit, it's up to you guys, not me the, and Tristan. The thing, the problem is, if you leave it up to us, we might take all your damn guns. And that is the problem. That's with that yeah, which, of course, which I'm setting you up. I'm putting a softball on a tee for you. But you guys have to come up. If if three quarters of Americans think there should be some limit on guns, you can't leave it up. Leave it up to progressives to come up with that limit. You guys got to come up with it. So what is the limit? You know, there again, I, I don't have a fully auto. I mean, you keep you keep saying these you assault can't weapons buy fully auto because weapons. it's black. Buy. Everybody gets scared to death. They, I don't think the gun industry, or the the left, even knows what some of the firearms are. They're talking about enlightenment. Tell us. Well, you know, you keep they, saying they AR-15s. It's just a semi-automatic. Hold you got to pull the trigger every time, just like a shotgun. Okay. So I mean, you know, we're we're, we're getting so wrapped up in the political aspect of it. I don't think we're really looking at it at common sense. No, I don't think there's a political aspect. I just I don't have a fully auto. You can't have one if you want just because you want one. I would like to know what right-leaning conservatives who think that there are too many shootings because I'm assuming I'm assuming if 75 percent of Americans say there have to be some restrictions on guns because there's too many shootings, that includes some number of Republicans. That's not just progressives saying that. What do you look at as? Would you give up your AR for the greater good? Yeah, if it got to that point. I'm not saying that. I, I never once ever want to diminish uh, someone got killed over something like that. But you also can't sit there and say there was just a car went through a parade and Christmas parade and killed how many? It wasn't tagged mass. It wasn't tagged like they want to tag it because it wasn't that political. For so them. you think that it's going to happen you, whether you, you think, like it or not. So, so, Aaron, you think that the left is making this a political issue, that they're overblowing the well, the incidence of gun shootings in we, America? We talked about this last time, you and I both did, that drunk driving in 2022 was 109,000 died. Nowhere close to firearms homicide. Nowhere close to it. Right. But anybody who drives drunk right now in America is stupid, Aaron, because they have reined that in greatly. I'm 63 years old. I was a child of the 70s. And I am not lying to you when I say you could drive around ankle deep in empties in the back. The officer would look in and say, 
can one of you knuckleheads get this car home? Now, that is not the case now. You can get popped for having two beers at my bar. We're on our bartenders all the time for over-serving people because we can be held liable. Mm -hmm. So I don't see that same kind of restriction. Drunk driving was a menace in America, and it's not anymore. It happens. It still happens too much, but that's because people are stupid. There was that's, there, that's what we're there saying was, about firearms. There was okay. yeah. I mean, you, you're just but, there, but there was never that kind of restriction. But they did legislate they behavior they did. with drunk driving, Tony. They, they legislated behavior hugely. Yes, but they are much. You're not much younger than me. You remember oh, drunk driving was a huge issue. Why do you think the Mad Mothers uh, uh, mothers formed? Against drunk yeah, yeah. Mothers, yeah. Against drunk driving. mothers against drunk driving formed because of the prevalence of drunk driving, oh, and that changed societally. It hasn't changed it's yet with guns. Still worse than firearms today. I agree, okay. but the legislation on it is is, is strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are getting. I, I hate to say, you come work with me today, you'll you'll see every ATF regulation you want to see right now. No, no, and it's not easy. And see, so I think this should be said too, Aaron. I have all the respect in the world for you. I am as comfortable as can be with you having those guns because you know what, your guns aren't going to fall in to the hands of the wrong person. I would hope the same about Tony. Though I'm not sure. But I think, no, I would say the same about Tony, my buddy Paul. The problem is, if everybody has access to every gun, I think these shootings continue. Well, let me say this about Aaron, and this is not a comment on your greater point, but a comment on one thing that I know for certain about Aaron, who, again, is a previous sponsor of the show, we know has had, sort of has now a gun store, maybe. We'll see. But, I may be back. But, but Aaron has had people come into his store that could legally buy a gun, and Aaron had a, just a didn't didn't feel right didn't sell no he right. said that on the show so, and i again yeah, and, all the respect and, in the world for that yeah so, so yes now again it i guess the problem that i have is the, the problem with republicans on gun not republican voters but maybe republican legislators is that they tend to do what they're doing on a lot of things which is nothing at all like and i think if you hear look it's a mental illness problem which to me is what i hear from the right side that's fine it but is. how do we well, I don't disagree with that. I mean, because if you're going to go shoot up a school of six-year-olds, you're fucked up in the head. Sure. You don't need a diagnosis to know that. Right. But at that point, then what's the next question from a Democrat? Well, how do we get to these people? Because I think you guys have said people haven't been charged before. They had clean records, and then they go shoot up Walmart. But these same people, if you're watching their Facebooks and their 4chans and their online presence, it's full of craziness. And they either hate blacks or they hate Jews or they hate people in general. And, like, there's a pretty big trail of hatred among a lot of these people in manifestos and things that they posted online. Now, that may not be illegal. It's We have free speech in this country. But there's been a bit of a, a, a warning signal for many of these kids. So how do you translate that and the mental illness of that into let's stop this before it starts or can you in the land of the free and the home of the brave yeah. maybe that's part of maybe there's maybe there's too much democracy i, I think it, our morals and we talked about this one of the last ones i was on too uh, the morals in america has deteriorated so bad in the last <clears throat> 10 years than i've ever seen in my life now you well tony said you agree you think uh, a homosexual or a transgender person who would said agree? that had to be anything? well no i'm asking you uh, i'm asking do you think about a, how i treat prison today if i'm respectful so where's the moral decline I mean, what would you go straight to homosexual and transgender just because I say morals? Well, I'm asking, where's the moral decline? It's just how I care about it. Where's the homophobe? It's more, it, just the pure morals. And I ain't talking about 
You don't have to talk about religion or anything. It's talking about my respect and how I treat them. We're in the land of the offended. You know, as soon as soon as somebody does something, somebody's offended by it, and then and then and then they want to take some drastic action. Left and right. Oh, that's both sides. Yeah. But what's yeah. that got to do with the moral decline? Yeah, but that's I'm, still not the moral decline. I'm talking about that moral compass. If you remember last time I talked about just that moral compass, that it just it just don't seem like it's there anymore. Why would I want to go hit anybody, 90-year-old person in the street, that's happening all the time for nothing? I mean, our respect for one another has eroded so bad that we are getting butt hurt just because so, I say something all right, anymore. So do you think that's a consequence of progressive legislation? I don't know if it's necessary one side or the other. I'm not even talking about religion. I'm not even talking about politics right now. I'm talking about how I care about my fellow person beside me, that human being. Well, I would propose this. I think that, so if you think that morality was better in the 50s, the 40s, 50s, started to change in the 60s, old Cliff who works with us, you know what he said to me the other day? Cliff's 66, I'm 63. Cliff said this to me the other day. He said, you know, our generation ruined America. I said, our generation grew in America. What, what are you talking about? Well, the hippies, everything's gone downhill since the hippies. Okay, that's a fair enough statement, I guess. I guess you could make that statement. I think the hippies loved one another better than we do. Right, but didn't they usher in some things that we now say, ah, you know, there's... A, I, I think we do have to be honest about this. We do have to go to where the rubber meets the road. If you're saying there's a moral decay in America, and I don't profess to speak for you, but you seem to get offended when I said homosexuality and transgender, I would think that if you're a conservative person, homosexual union is probably not, you, you, you can grin and bear it, but you probably don't love it. Certainly transgender gives you a, a, a bit of cause. The abortion issue gives you a bit of cause, and we just talked for 10 minutes on guns. So if there's a moral decay in America, I would think think as a progressive those are the issues that upset you guys right i just told you i'm not upset about any of that but don't you think that's part of the moral decay i wouldn't think how you want to live is part of that moral decay is how i treat you is that moral okay decay. so that. yeah that's how i treat you i don't care what if you're blue black blue purple gay i don't care it's how i treat you yeah and right. how i respect how you feel about it we don't do that no more okay well, i want to throw my feelings on you when you don't agree with me i'm gonna call you homophobic i'm gonna call you a racist and that's bullcrap, because that's not at your last line of defense when you know you lost your debate. Okay, but I'm still then, names. then I'm still confused about what the moral decay is. That now that I treat kids one another. that kids in the inner cities are breaking into stores and stealing from people. I mean, Aaron, I don't think that's anything new. I think Fox News plays it up as here, man. We got to watch this. <laughs> it's gotta, nowhere close what it was 20, 30 years ago, like that the way it is today. Man, I don't know that. Just like uh, you don't have an answer on guns, I don't have that. I answer. have answers on guns. I think Fox. I think I think it's a great <laughs> I issue. Have the I think it's a great issue for Fox News, but I don't think it's any worse than it ever was. I mean, crime Listen, is way down in America. When I managed a Walmart store, we averaged three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year in theft. Yeah. Now they don't even count it no more. It's so bad. But so yes, it is worse. Give I'll me an evidence of that, though, Aaron. I did. Other I, just, than, I done the budget. Other than Sean Hannity <laughs> telling you that, I don't really I don't, think it's I hate true. To say, I hate ahead. to bust your bubble, but I don't really watch Fox News. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I was just thinking, and honestly, I was just pondering that, because I think what Aaron is trying to say, or what he said eloquently, and we've rushed over it, is that people just treat each other worse now, generally, than they did, and that's the moral decline. I don't think so. Do None of us do. I, I think that's an issue that, I think that's an issue that's become prominent, but I don't see any evidence of that. But none of us abuse guns, either. None yeah, so us, what I was going right, to say, sure, you, right. you know, you throw me in, this guy's going to shoot Walmart. We're, we're more than they are. Right. Always will be. I think there's people, better gun owners than there are not gun owners. Of course, I, of course probably ninety-seven to three. No, I agree with but that one hundred percent. Those numbers too always make me 
ponder like when most gun owners are and again i've grew, grown up in the cumberland gap like everybody it was everybody had a gun it was not un, it was more uncommon to see somebody without a gun than there was of course the other way so in a world and in a country where 97 98 percent of gun owners are spectacular with their guns keep them locked up they're away from the kids they know what they're doing why is it so hard to get a little something passed that's going to stop like specifically terrorists or specifically mass shooters it does feel like and again i guess the argument from the right would be well it's just a slippery slope to get all the guns but man it looks like if we would come together there would be a way now again that's bad politics because then you're making friends and actually getting stuff done but it feels like there would be a reasonable way to try and keep guns out of the hands of these lunatic 17 year olds well, I mean, I've said my piece on guns. You guys, tell me have, I mean, this wasn't a gun show by any means. Every time I come on, it's, it's a gun show. I can't have a good. Well, it's show. interesting because you are representative of the American gun owner. I mean, well, the, there again, you know, and, and you actually what? sell guns for a living. So Mine does not a, do that. It's, you would be. I don't go do nothing like that illegal with my firearms. I would say, you know, of course, I don't know all my customers. I don't know their life either, but sure. I do my back gun check. And I do what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what they're going to do tomorrow. Yeah, you checked me when I bought one from I'm you sure did, didn't years I? ago. Yeah. I didn't sit you down on the couch and do a psyche valve. I can't do that. I'm not a licensed psychiatrist. But, but should somebody? Yeah, they believe it or not, there's already a health thing on that, and it's getting checked by the FBI. You know, there's a lot of stuff that people don't understand what's on that sheet they're actually looking at. And there is a question on there about mental health. But the question, I mean, your name's Hunter Biden. Yeah, that's a little unreasonable because, like, the questions are, and again, I'm exaggerating, but they're like, "Are you crazy? Check yes or no." Oh like, no, do it, you want to kill somebody? It's very deep, and that sheet is four pages, and well, everything I, I is definition, it. and nobody wants to read that no more. But it's there because well, I did that in the last year. I mean, it was kind of like you would have to be the dumbest crazy person ever to be like, "Yes, I do want to kill people." Yes, I, you know, I'm yeah, a psychopath. But, so, like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to matter. If somebody wants to go shoot up a school, they're not going to put on their thinking about shooting up a school, you know, <laughs> check mark. So how do you find it, assuming they're not going to out themselves on the forums? Like, now, Listen, they get caught. I'll get denies all the time. I've got a whole file of denies. You know, they, they ATF say, listen, they can't have a firearm. I tell the customer, I don't know why. They don't tell me why. I don't want to know why. I just know I cannot let them have that firearm. Interesting. Well, that's good to know. So I've got a file of them, you know, and it happens. And I have, I've had tons of yeses on those before, too. And I can't sell that firearm as soon as they mark any of those questions, yes. Yeah. It's over. Wow. So, I mean, it's stricter than what the left ever, ever would tell the customer, the, the, the regular population out there on their but side. I, but I don't, I don't, again, so you got upset at, at my notion of moral decay. I, ta- <laughs> I, take, I take offense that you would say the left. Yeah, you don't I don't look think, upset. I'm not upset yet. I think the left is very <laughs> yeah, free with who should be yeah. selling guns. No, I'm not pushing anything, Tony. I think the only way to get to any kind of common ground is to talk about things. Oh, yeah. The people right. that I know on the left don't want to take anybody's guns. Why, why do you guys have this notion that lefties want to take your guns? What is that based on? Well, if I could take that real quick, it feels like, and again, it's, you know, the, the thing from both sides, the version of the Democrat that Aaron gets with his news and there. Tony gets with his news is AOC. But he got upset right. when I said Fox News before. See, now listen to what he says here. Go ahead. No, because you already limited me. You already, you already stereotyped what, me on but that. But listen to the point that Tristan's about well, to make. I'm not stereotyped. I'll stereotype yeah. myself yeah. on that, okay. too. The, make, the, the listen version, to his point. Well, the version of the Republican that I see, it's a very, you know, you're a January 6er right-wing, super, you know, kind of a, you know, out-here local person. And that's the version that you got, whatever media you're getting. And that's not even if you're intentionally, you know, you don't have to go to Breitbart and click. 
if your phone or computer knows you lean right, it's going to send you right-leaning stuff, just like mine sends me left-leaning stuff, and I don't have anything in my phone to say that. So I think one of the things you said to me that's really stuck with me, because I thought it was completely untrue, but you see that, was that I'm more normal than most Democrats. And I would say I'm just very representative of a Kentucky Democrat, right, sort of clo a lot closer to the middle. I think there's far more of me than there are of Nancy Pelosi. And, and I would say the same with Republicans. There's I've said a that about you. Yeah. Common sense Republicans than there are the, I'm going to want to go storm the Capitol and fuck democracy as long as Trump wins. That but let me stop you there and say, why would you throw Nancy Pelosi in there? She's she was, she's, the, she's a wonderful legislator. She's, her the she's, she's done more for her constituents than probably any politician. So what is the problem with Nancy Pelosi that you guys have? Uh, she's ruled with an iron fist. Got things done. She's allowed to do it. Isn't it? Got things done. But her, but her, no, get on the mic, man. Ruled with an iron fist, but the people who she represented voted for her time after time after time. So what is the problem with that? I, I, Hal Rogers has been elected, I think, 38 times. He set a record, and in, in he's a, a, you know, our legislator here in Kentucky. Are the people in Williamsburg fucked up because they continue to vote for Hal Rogers? I mean, no, no but I'm asking, what are you saying? Ruled with an iron. Does Hal Rogers? Did Hal Rogers? Has Hal Rogers ruled with an iron fist? He wasn't speaker. Tristan knows. I don't. So what is your problem with Nancy Pelosi? What does mean with a? What does ruled with an iron fist mean? I love being ruled with iron fist. Yeah. What does ruled with an iron fist mean? Dead air. Come on. If she didn't, if she didn't want it to happen, it did not happen in the House of Representatives. Well, and if she did want it to happen, then it did happen. I will say that she was a tough politician. Yeah, good politician. Just like Mitch McConnell. Right. And I think they all need to go. <laughs> I agree. They all need to go. I agree. They in, all need to in, go. In favor of? I don't know. They, they, they still need senior leadership in right. the House. Right. So, I mean, the term right. limits, I agree with some of it, but it's, you can't just have all freshmen all the time. It's, it's sure. always. So you got to have some senior leadership. Right. It's always. Yeah, when you're Nancy, Schumer, Mitch McConnell, all those guys. You know, they've seen all the in their 80s. more than I ever right. seen. And they're going to know more than I ever seen. So they're going to have to make their own decisions. And I can't make it for them, nor can I be a quarterback, a couch, you know, quarterback telling them they should have threw it. You right. can't do that. Right. I can't do that on politicians yeah. either. Their decisions they have to make is beyond my pay grade. I've never understood why Tony's epoxy business or his chemical sales business or your gun business or your gold business or Aaron's radio, uh, Tristan's uh, radio business or my bowling center business. Any one of those benefits from seniors, benefits from people that have been there, benefits from experience. Why are politics? Why are politics somehow different? You're right about Mitch McConnell. He's not my he's not my cup of tea, but I have all the respect in the world for what he accomplishes. And and, and, and and oh, by the way, for what he brings back to the state of Kentucky, in the same way that Nancy Pelosi brings back a lot She's for the state of California. California and the people in California. So how is that an iron fist? So has Mitch ruled with an iron fist? He's been there longer than Nancy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he has, which isn't a bad thing, right? No, no that's part of the part of the the, the so system. So did Trump? Yeah, yeah, of course. Part of the uh, Trump might be a little more iron fisted than we might like. Uh, I don't mind that. Somehow, miraculously, almost a halfway the right point of the show, we'll take a little commercial break, and we've definitely got to spend some time on our boy Trump. Get segue huh? up. So, give us uh, just a second. We'll thank our sponsors, much like Tony previously, like Aaron. Okay. Hopefully, he'll be back. But before we break, can I just say? I didn't mention a word about Mr. Trump. It was our Republican friends they brought who up, brought him they up. They wanted to talk about it. Thank so you. With that, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hello. 
According to our research, you like podcasts. Well, if you have a passion, mission, or story, you should have your own podcast. And I have a resource you might be interested in. Go to frontporchstudios.com slash products and services. You'll see how Front Porch Studios can help you enter the world of podcasting. Again, that's frontporchstudios.com slash products and services. Thank you for your time. Goodbye. All right. So thank you very much to our deeply appreciated long-term uh, <laughs> off-and-on sponsors. <laughs> we got, thank you. Got free cough drops coming in. Ricola. 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 They got the big oh, heart going. Yeah. I got one left. I'll give it to thank you. you. I care about yes, the other Yes, it is. See that? No, really no. Take it. Take it. Here, I'll give you this back. <laughs> <laughs> it's only partly used, right? Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. And thanks, Ray, for not letting me have the last one. I thought we could have split it maybe like Lady in the Tramp. Now this podcast is going to sound bad, though, because it's going to be crunchy. But it's hard to beat a good recaller. Yeah. Yeah, you you know your your level of age of your podcast is high when you have a, a hard candy break midway through. So thanks for that. No recall okay. medicine. <laughs> so, but no, I did want to talk about Trump with you guys because I think it is one of those things that to me I feel like people's minds tend to change over time, and with Trump, there's new information that comes out almost constantly. I know. Uh, Aaron, the last time we spoke about it, I think there's no question you're going to be voting Republican for the next president of the United States. You hoped it was not Donald Trump, but I'm sure he still had your vote if it was him. Is that still where you stand, or are you more on Trump train right now? I, no, I can't say. You know, there again, he's in the lead. You know that he, whether he'll be the uh, nomination or not, you know, still up in there. Same thing. You know, I'm not sure what's going to happen on the Democratic side either. On but are you? Would you rather see Trump than somebody else? Uh, I would rather have Trump the last few years than Biden right now. And I'll be honest with you. And I talked to a lot of Biden people that voted for him, and they wish they had him. And that's talking on the street to people. And that's not saying nothing. We had our own feelings about Trump, but good but, lord. But but as I don't know, man. Now, I just paid two fifty eight for gas on my way here, and, and the nice. stock and the stock market set an all time high yesterday. And now let me stop you. Let, let me stop you. Let me stop. Oh come on! Now you're conspiratorial. Going on here. If, oh, come on, time. guys. So now it's a conspiracy for Christ's sake. So you think Joe Biden has that much power that he made the stock market hit a, hit a record high? I mean, no, no offense. I love you guys, but that's absolutely insanity. But let me, let me, let me say this. Let me just say this. If gas, you say you don't watch Fox News. Okay, fine. But if gas were at four sixty one instead of two sixty one. John Hennedy would be leaning with it. If the stock market set a record low yesterday instead of a record high, guess whose fault it would be? Uncle Joe's. So, come on. That's you think that's, that, I mean, come on, that's a little crazy, guys, that this happened because <laughs> it's an election year? Come on. Maybe it happened because the policies are working, fellas. I can't even rip that. Oh, no, maybe, it, maybe it happened because the policies are working. About a month before the election, gas goes down. It's a year before <laughs> the election, Tony. Maybe, maybe Uncle Joe's policies are working in spite of how much you guys hate him. Listen, I hope whoever president is working because we're all in this together. We're well, I would say with gas at two sixty one a gallon and the stock market hitting a record high, not a high for the month, an all time record. Probably work. Oh, and by the way, unemployment at historic lows and inflation starting to drop so much so that the Fed decided, no, we're not going to raise interest rates anymore. Pretty good numbers, no? Oh, like I just said, we're all in this together. We'd love to see. Can you just say that? Like to see a good can, can you just say that Biden's been pretty successful with those things that I just quoted? 
Yeah. A lot of silence. If he had anything to do with it, maybe. Yeah, let's see if that mic's working. But what I'm saying is maybe he didn't have anything to do with it, Tony, but God damn it, if it were the opposite of that, Fox News would be in News Nation and Breitbart would just be beating the shit out of him. Well, that's exactly what happened with the Bushes. When the economy wasn't very good, Media beat the shit sure, out of them. It works over. both ways. Yeah, it, it works, works both, both ways. ways. So that's why I but said the last time I was on here, we need I don't to get think our nose out of the media. Much of, yeah. We're being so manipulated and so the media is absolutely but controlling you, our lives on this stuff. So what is it that's that you... I don't watch none of it. So what do you dislike about Biden? Why do you, why'd you both say, oh God, anything but Biden? You well, both I, said that listen, on this podcast. It's not just me looking at his numbers. It ain't got nothing to do with So me. why? I'm asking you why. Know. What is I the disconnect? Age? Is it is it just his age? So that's kind of... Is that ageism then? Is, that, is, that the, is, is, the, is the last prejudice that's allowed in America age? I mean, what is what no, if is you're a white man? If you're a white Christian, then you can be discriminated oh, against. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Let's go. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Or, or, or a Jew, way, too, for that matter. You're not allowed to do because you're a white middle aged man. That's a, not an issue I've ever had. I've never been kicked out or looked at or followed around Walmart because I don't. No, but I can be discriminated against. How, though? You can hire other people. You have hiring preferences uh, for for. Um, I can discriminate anybody. Yeah, I don't care what. Tony, listen, the mayor. No, but Tony's saying his skin is his yeah. uh, life's being made hard because his skin's white. Our life's oh, I didn't say my wife's my life's being hard. I'm saying that you're discriminated we, we against. Are, we are the the last socioeconomic group that can legally be discriminated against. Well, and I'd say seniors. I, I think much of the uh, backlash to yeah, Joe Biden seniors. is simply based on two numbers, 8-1. I, I, to me, that's ageism. I mean, I watch Biden talk, and I never see what Hannity tells me I should or Tucker Carlson tells me I Hannity should. He must be oh, I do. Oh, I watch I, him. I, I have, absolutely. Yeah, I, I have watch. seen Hannity in oh, God, two yeah. years. Oh, I watch him all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I watch him all the time. Thanks for the numbers. If I'm going to come Thank on, you. if I'm going to come on and, and attempt to have a conversation with you guys, I better damn, now, damn well know what it is that you're subscribing to. Yeah, I watch Fox a lot. Yeah. Well, and I'm others, not and other, if I don't watch it, and well, other right wing media. Yeah. Well, I'm not describing anything other than, like you said earlier, how you personally feel and, and look at things. So, why do you guys dislike Joe Biden? Based on two numbers, eight and one. If that's you, it. If you just heard what I said, I said that we're all in. I hope he does succeed. We're I all am. In this I am firmly convinced now, he's crooked. Based on what Fox News tells you, I don't know. CNN told us Trump was crooked. I don't know. Yeah. We went through two impeachments. And he's also going through eight trials now. Yes, he is. Yeah. So I don't know that he's you He's not in jail yet, though. He's not, but I don't know that you we, just... Well, and, and again, and I, Biden and his son, Hunter, will never be in jail either. Well, it's a socioeconomic thing. Do you guys think it's just all fraud and fake that he's having these trials, or it's all political? Like, it is political. You can't tell me it's not it, political. It, it's just like Hunter's is. Yeah, you can't tell me it's not. Although, I didn't, you know, I don't think Trump Jr. threw a gun in a dumpster behind a mall, did he? I lied on a uh, 4473. You know, that's 10 yeah. years in prison. Yeah, that's that's felony. Find my sheet. Lying on his sheet is a felony. Well, then but, find him and guilty. Then, and, yeah, I don't care. Put him in jail. I, I can't get his ass in front of a jury. I just want to I want to know if I'm going to be I held to the level, same twice. level of justice as someone else is what needs to happen. Sure. Whether it's Trump, Junior, Trump. Absolutely. Biden, I don't give a crap. I, again, Absolutely I'm sick right. of all of them. Yeah. I'd say everybody at this table has a better system of justice than those guys because they're in the spotlight. So. I promise you, if I had done the same thing Hunter Biden did, if I had put, was I ever on drugs on a on a form for, for buying a gun at your store? Mm -hmm. There's no way I would be under the, the cheated on your taxes for millions of dollars. But and be, no, I'm not saying he's under an the innocent guy. I'm just yeah. saying those guys are looked at harder because of who they are. Trump is looked at harder too. 
I think but that doesn't found, mean what no, they did wasn't hard illegal. Look at they lists. found cocaine in the White House when Trump was there. I don't think it would have been as easy as what happened with Biden in there right now. We can't even tell you who it was. I mean, this is the White it's House. True. And I'm sure Cameras everywhere. <laughs> they can't tell you whose it was. That's almost Cameras embarrassing. Everywhere. You want yeah, to that, I don't care who done it. I don't care who was the president. That's really embarrassing. Well, but again, that I, is. I, I, grant you. I don't disagree with that. I don't no, care, we, we, I don't care what party done it. It's we, embarrassing. We've said on here, Hunter has been an embarrassment. Hunter has been an embarrassment. They put a spotlight on themselves when they go for a job like that, and they put a spotlight on their families. And that's something they have to accept when they go for that job. So That's why they should be vetted. We know all these candidates should be vetted better than what they're being vetted. The problem is there's so much crap anymore. Nobody don't have baggage. Right. So, yeah, but my thing is I think you could say with Trump, like, maybe if he was a private citizen, we wouldn't be looking at him like this. But does that mean that he didn't do anything illegal? Because I feel like he I say he pushed every letter he could push. I mean... But then, do you not hold him accountable because he was? I didn't say he was a spy, but I would say he pushed the envelope on about anything he could push. Who don't do that in business, and who don't do that in politics anymore? From one side or the other. But I will say this: the people that I know that do that within the law, you push that letter as far as you can push it. Sometimes, plenty of business owners that never claim a dollar that they get in cash. And that they, they send in the checks to the we IRS. We won't mention no names. We won't mention any names. But I have, you know, I've got. I've I never done that. I never I told you that. No, no, no. No, Lord. And I in case any IRS agents are listening. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't think those same people say, I'm going to now run for president. Here's my financials. Everybody take every spotlight in the world and look at me because, look, that is illegal. I'm, you know, I'm sure if you were saying, you know, if, I don't know, if you were the leader of the Ku Klux Klan and you were somehow cheating on your taxes, you probably shouldn't do both things. No. You should either be this, you know, this person with a spotlight or, you know, don't do anything to go to jail. Because if you're, again, looked at by half the country, you're, you're going to get caught. And I think that's what happened with Trump. Now, again, if he'd stayed business developer Trump, host of The Apprentice Trump, he could have probably got away. He would never be, you know, even this fraud thing in New York, y'all, it, nobody can't tell me that's a bunch of bull. Now, he's done some stuff that he's going to get in some trouble for, but that's fraud thing where he said my business was worth this much and he, he paid it off and yet we're so mad we want him in jail for that and the banks were happy the banks said they were happy they got paid back if listen that's the facts of the case if you don't watch any news how do you know all this huh <laughs> i'm smarter than you think if you if you he listens to the radio <laughs> there is there's no so way you can sit here and tell me that this is oh this thing you need to burn him for this that's bull. There's not one company out there that's not going to say, hey, my business, I think it's worth this. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're selling houses. It's phone. That's bull crap what we're doing on that one. Overvaluing yes. things. And if the bank agreed with it and they appraise it. Listen, if I sell my house today and I put a price on it and it appraises at that price, guess what? Well, here's the fact, Aaron. So he may be found not guilty of that. He may be. It's I don't know. It's going to trial. But this so is, are you, look at the money we're spending on this because we want him so bad we can't stand it. If we quit talking about it for 10 minutes, it might go away. Well, I think if he would go away. It also might it. go away. Well, I mean, just think about it for a minute. Trump does like the spotlight. Well, it's, His name is yeah. mentioned more than any famous person, actor in this world right now. It is funny, though. I said to you two years ago, my feeling was if Trump weren't running, Biden wouldn't run. Didn't I say that? Did, yeah. Then Biden came out and said... You know what? If Trump weren't running, I probably wouldn't run. And Fox News just beat the beat him to death. Oh, so he has no commitment. He's not committed. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? And I'm I'm, I'm yelling at the we TV going. I'm, I'm yelling at the TV going. I said that two years ago. My gut told me the only reason Biden is running is because Trump's running. If it were Nikki Haley or DeSantis or another uh, Republican, I think uh, Joe would have said, "You know what? I did what I needed to do. I beat that bum. I'm 81. I'm going to go into retirement." But he wants to beat that bum again. Now he may not. I but think I think 
And I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What is so bad about that? Doesn't, wrong if he that wants doesn't mean he doesn't have commitment to what it, what he, he wants to beat Trump again. He doesn't I promise wanna, if I was that he won, I'd want to retire. I wouldn't deal with nothing. Me too. No, I, I, mean, I, I, I want to eat my fair. ice cream and sit home. No I totally. Ice cream, go fish. I, if I had Trump's money, I would not want to yeah, do this. Sure. I wouldn't go through this. Well, it's about power, though. It's well, not about it, money. It does because it, I mean, it like I always say, the kids, I always call them kids, the 20 and 30 year olds who work with you know, you know, it's it's if I had money, you know, I don't get why do you think people spend Spend fifty, eighty million dollars for a Senate seat that pays you two hundred thirty-eight thousand dollars a year. Why do they pay? Why do they spend fifty million because to get they that can, seat? They, they can be like Biden and be in the Senate for fifty years and become a millionaire. Well, because of the power. At a United a States didn't take a salary. A, a by United the way. States yeah. senator is Trump a didn't take a salary. No. Oh, he made a kill. Well, but before we go there, what? But before we go there, I just asked a rhetorical question. Why? Because it is an enormously powerful position. There ain't but a hundred senators in the United States, and every one of them is amazingly powerful. Look at our buddy down in Alabama holding up. He finally, the football coach, Tuberville, he finally stepped off that. But he was holding up. You're, you're sitting here wearing your veterans hat, Tony. He was he was holding wow. up nominations, just Tommy Tuberville. Amazingly powerful position, United States Senator. Now, every one of the hundred, in your guy's opinion, is just corrupt and should be thrown out. I don't subscribe to that. I think there's a lot of good and noble people, both on the and right and on corrupt. the left. Oh, yeah, you say it all the time. You say it all the time. All due respect, but you say it all the time. Most yeah. of them are. Well, see, I disagree. Yeah, most of them are. I don't, there again, based on what? Because we look, you know, there, here's the law, just like firearms, whether you like this or not, drinking. You can push that law to bend it before it breaks, and that's what happens in every industry. I don't care if it's prescription drugs, legalized pot. So shouldn't there be regulation? Same way with the, with, yes, yeah, same way with the, a Senate and House. There should be there is regulations, there but are. every individual is going to push that law before it breaks. And my other most. point on that, yeah, I don't I know about say, every, but most, yeah. I don't think the Democrats, even back when Biden ran against Trump, has a good candidate right now. No, the they Democrats. Won. Uh, Democrats. Oh, I, I think could Gavin Newsom would be great. I could tell you five: uh, <laughs> Gavin Newsom, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, Paulus from uh, Colorado, Shapiro from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Were they, oh, yeah. I, but no, why are they not up against this right now, then? Because it's there's Biden's. Yeah, yeah, there's right. an incumbent. I just don't think they can. I don't think any one of them strong enough right now to. Oh, if, if Joe uh, had announced Uncle Joe as uh, Joe, as, as, as Fox calls him, Uncle Joe, as I call him, President Biden, as he should be called, if he uh, comes before the U.S. people, as some say he might, doesn't really look likely around Christmas and say, hey, I've talked with my family and I have decided that I am 81 and I want to fish and I am not. He p- p- pulls it LBJ and says, I will not seek, nor will I accept my party's nomination to be president. The, uh, the, the battle for the Democratic nomination would start in earnest with Gavin Newsom, with Gretchen Whitmer, with uh, Jared Polis, with uh, Shapiro from Pennsylvania. Oh, there's plenty of good candidates. I guess this guy, Dean Phillips, We're should be considered. Money. Why not take He's California's $68 Do what? million dollar deficit, so why not? Do what? <laughs> Newsom, you talk about that. Oh. Uh, the deficit in California is staggering. Well, we get, get so is America's deficit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get somebody to balance a book. So, well, yeah, but balance the book. Uh, come on, let's be honest, Aaron. Both parties love to spend money. Sure. And I'm going to say this. It's going to insult you guys. Both parties love to spend money. Only one party's honest about it. Huh? Republicans love to spend money. Democrats at least say, hey, we're the party that spends money. Republican says, oh, we're the party that's fiscally responsible. Why they keep spending money, right? Last balanced budget under a Democrat president. The last balanced budget was under Bill Clinton, a Democrat. 
You've had eight years of Bush. You had four years of Trump. You had plenty of time to balance budgets. Never again, happened. I don't care what's beside your last name. I, I'm not in. Well, I'm just saying though. Would you guy. agree? Would you agree that both parties love to spend money, oh, but sure only one's they, honest they, about it? Again. But only one's honest about it. I don't know if any of them's that honest. No, Repu- no Democrats yeah. are up front and say, "Hey, we're tax and spend. We want to spend money because <laughs> it's for the greater good." Republicans say, "Oh, we don't want to spend money, but damn, they spend it." Everybody loves the government that helps them. We've had this discussion a lot. It's paid vote. We all ha- we all love the government that helps us, but we find the government that helps others a little. Yeah, you know that's not so cool. So I've got to ask Tony this, and uh, Aaron, you can chime in. Ray, also, like, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a hard question, but I mean, I think the nature of this podcast today, it's it's a little tribal. You guys feel a certain way, we feel a certain way, but this is if we could put the tribalness aside and just be just dudes sitting. Some around of us actually got hurt. Having uh, an besides Ray. Beer. <laughs> God, what was it? Some of us got hurt a little bit. Besides Ray, you got <laughs> hurt. No, got heard. Oh. oh. Besides right. Oh, no. I mean, I asked a question and there was dead silence. So, you know, I, I can't speak for you. Well, we're, we, we got onto the Trump topic, which, again, I really wanted to talk about a little bit. And do you see at least, do you guys see why guys like Ray or myself would be scared of a Trump presidency? In that not Trump governing for four years under normal circumstances, but after January 6th, in that he would not leave, in that the democracy would be at risk. I mean, again, not to be partisan and not to, oh, we're right or Trump's bad, but do you at least see where we're coming from when we say that? Not that you don't have to vote for him or anything, but do you at least 5% in the back of your mind go, yeah, because he didn't want to leave last time. The right says the same thing. Both sides say the same thing. Crap. Who who did not say that, you know, Trump was going to ruin America? We're not going to get big ruined. Well, I'm not talking about ruining America or policy. And change the Constitution. There's no way Trump can change the Constitution on that. He can't. But if he had a different vice president this last time, the Constitution would have been changed. Listen, I know we want to hold on to that with all of our might. It's not holding on to it. I think it's irrational. It's like when somebody punches you when you're around him again, you worry you're going to get punched again. Even when Lincoln got elected president the newspapers came out and said america was done for and it's been like that since day one and we're all both sides are going to say it they're going to ruin america please don't go vote for him because that's going to be how i sway my vote there's a lot of there's a lot of scare tactics in politics i don't think there's not one man up that's why we got congress that's why we've got the judicial system we, we've got all that system in place and i don't think i can come up there and say listen i'm never going to leave today but again it's not going to happen but do you see why i would think that's a real i issue. understand you're scared because there again the media you listen to says hey you better be scared of this man because he's going to take so january Six doesn't mean anything. But you I never said that mean anything. There were some stupid people done a lot of stupid stuff. Well, he's saying that. He's saying you had a president who stood before a group and said, "Let's go down there and make sure that they don't uh, 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 don't uh, uh, quantify, don't." Um, What's the word I'm looking for? The duly elected president. Let's make sure the duly elected president is not sworn in. We'll go down there and we'll storm the Capitol. And Tristan and, and Tristan saying Tristan saying that's different than anything we've ever seen. And I really don't think I want that guy back in office. I'm speaking and, for Tristan. Not, not make any sense to you, I don't Tony. Want to change your vote. I just I want you to say that, that doesn't huh? seem crazy that you would think yeah, that. I, way I never Tristan. said Trump wasn't crazy. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> he didn't say that. I never you said he wasn't me there. That's what you just said. He didn't say that. <laughs> Trump? He said, he said uh, go protest peacefully. He did say, he, I listened to it, because I sat said, there at the table He said, listening. protest peacefully, but he didn't say anything about And don't I told let him, Ben uh, that sat next to me, I said, Ben, he don't need to say some of this stuff. I said that to him right there while I'm listening to it. He never said, let's go down there and storm the Capitol. He said, let's go down there peacefully. Okay, so Tristan. he don't need to say that either. So Tristan has no reason to be concerned. He sure he does. Oh. I got reason to be concerned. concerned. You do? <laughs> With Trump? 
Well, yeah, I just I've said here twice today that you know that may not be my guy. Well, thank you, but that doesn't that doesn't mean I'm going to go vote for Biden again. Right, I did fair. vote for him first time. Again, you could see him as a greater threat to democracy. I just want to feel that that's not a completely crazy thought on my part. That at least there's a reason to feel like. And again, even last maybe January sixth, then now the fact that this week he's still saying I won the election. It's all rigged. It's fake. You know, we got to get rid of you know. Do you guys think Joe Biden won the election? Sure. Tony? Tony, oh, by the way, folks, by the way, folks, Tony, uh, Tony, again, quiet on the mic, just shrugged his shoulders. We don't have audio, we don't have video on this, but Tony literally just shrugged his shoulders. So you don't think Joe Biden won the election? He's in office, isn't he? No, that's not my question. Do you, Tony Perkins, think Joe Biden legally won that election? Yes, he won the election. (laughs) Well, there was first a shoulder shrug. Am I happy about it? No, but yes, he won the election. got it on record now. Oh, Lord and Lord. Just like that, I don't think in four years that that Biden, listen, I don't care who comes in next. It might have to take Jesus to come in next to straighten the country out in four years. Anything. Maybe true. I mean, well, and I'm not talking stuff, about the market. Things. I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> in general, nobody's going to come in in four years and think they're going to be the answer to anything. I don't care if it's Trump, Haley, Newsom. I don't care who it is. It's going to take that long to, no different than a coach coming in, taking over a new team. You've got to build that somehow or another. And it's going to take all of us to build that. And the divisiveness that we've got is our biggest problem, how I treat one another. And that's what I was talking about. And I see a lot of that in Trump. Trump is a very, whether you like him or he's not, divisive. He's oh, he's, he is not a let's get together and be Americans together. He's like, these rodents are trying to destroy your country. Vermin, he said. Vermin. Uh, Vermin. If, yeah, if, Vermin. Well, no different than, than The View calling every conservative woman a well, cockroach. The not the president, though. I agree with so, that. But that's, the, see, that's the language that's coming the out. There's, there's idiots everywhere. idiot language everywhere. And that's what I've always but said that about from the presidents, it, like I would not be happy if Joe Biden called Republicans And right, and let me let me throw this out there. So Bill Maher, as as you know, is one of mine and Tristan's favorites. You guys probably at least know who he is. But Mar Mar is getting yeah, Mar's getting a lot of PR now, a lot of pub from the right, specifically Fox, because they say, look, one of America's leading liberals, he's 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 moving towards our side. Bill Maher says, I'm not moving not towards. I'm not moving towards your side. What happened is the left, the liberal Liberal Party is moving away from me, and he's very critical of that, as Tristan and I are on this show. Picks on wokeness. But here's my question. Where is that example on the right? Where are the fair-minded right-wingers who say, God, there's too much happening on the far right of my party. Trump represents some craziness. Aaron, you're throwing, you're throwing yourself I in as that guy. I've said that to Tristan a hundred times. You're, so you're that guy. There are crazies on either side. You, you throw the dice. Where are those media people? Uh, he and I can well, talk CNN, to Mar we'll as our representative. I mean, oh, so you, CNN is you're sh- listen, saying a little bit more? Because I, I agree. I think CNN gives you a pretty <laughs> if fair If you think shake. neither one of those are biased or they're selling ads, their lips are moving, they're all going to sell what's leading to their viewers, they, they, whether you like they, it or not. They're going to show what... What yeah, but I'm leaving it out of that. Their, Mar, their right, but Mars, for lack he's of a better word, he's a, well, that, but he's a sort of a soci, you know, a sociologist mm-hmm. or a viewer of society. And he says, man, there's some craziness going out on the fringes of my party, and I want to disassociate myself, well, and I want to point out where it's wrong. Where is the right-wing media person who's doing that? But where is the equivalent to Bill Maher? Fair question, right? Where is somebody who's saying, God damn, there's some crazy shit out there on the far flanks of your party? And oh, thank right. God I don't pay a lot of attention to the media. Thank, thank God for that. Thank Does anyone watch <laughs> I do. I watch Fox all the time. Absolutely. And, and it's, yeah, a, it's a very biased show. And you, you have to understand that when you watch it. 
Yeah, I, I watch course. the CNN newslines. I know it's a bias. But a it's lot of people bias. don't know that's entertainment. That's a lot the of problem. People think that's the, the and there's gospel. where I, there's where I sit there. And the last time we talked anyway about the media and our noses, we're so manipulated on some of this and how I want to feel now by what I read on Facebook or what I'm looking on Instagram or what news channels yeah, I'm but watching. But that's still missing the point, though, Tony, uh, uh, with all due respect, Aaron. So you have a guy like Marr who is objective enough to say, man, there's something going on out there I don't like. I want to know where that right-winger is who's saying, man, there's something out there. because you right here. Because, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Then we got to get you and on I the told national being, stage. There again, there, there again. When, when Trump was doing that speech on January 6th, I said, there's some things he might not need to say there because there's going to be people in that crowd that takes it literal, don't understand that they right. can't take a grain of salt. Now, listen, we sit here and get our feathers ruffled up, but I love you to death. I don't care. I want to take a grain too. of salt. Oh, absolutely. Nobody's going to do that with Trump but on then, the media but, side of it because they want to hold his to the fire, which they would anybody. But, but, you, but you, yeah, to answer that question, Ray, and I can't go into, I can't give you good media examples, but you are seeing those voices pretty loud and clear with people like Liz Cheney. People okay, are, that's fair. In, Liz Cheney. In the party, there right. are folks Liz Cheney, that have been consistent. Uh, uh, no. Adam like Kinzinger. Okay, Kinzinger. so there you go. So you, you at least inside the party, you were hearing a lot of that. And and what what does that mean to you guys when you hear somebody as you cannot say anything less than I don't know. She's a super lifetime far right conservative like Liz Cheney when she comes out and talks about the danger that Donald Trump is to our democracy in America. Does that matter, or she's just selling books and you know, I don't like pay a lot of attention. I don't. There again, I. <laughs> I don't hold my hopes and dreams on much of any of them. I, I sure. look at the situation and say that's how I agree with it. You know, I, I'm glad she's that way. To be honest with you, somebody needs to voice those opinions. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's happening. There's, more. there's, there's nothing wrong with bringing those opinions up and saying, listen, we need to look at that just like we're doing that here on the show, right? Mm -hmm. we got different opinions, but we need to talk about it. And, and there's not enough, I agree, because you know, there's some crazies on the right. You can go too far right, you're, you've left me. All right. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but the, when, when you see Liz Cheney come out, I mean, like, what's your, what's your gut? Like, it's like, man, I should listen to that. I shouldn't listen to that. Like, when you hear somebody that's that decorated in the party saying that Trump is a threat to our democracy, like, how, like, how do you in your mind rationalize that as either she's a crackpot or she just she's mad that she lost her election or maybe there's something to be heard there? Like, how does that? How would you register that? Because I know if. I, I don't know, insert, like if AOC came out and said that, you know, Joe Biden was whatever, whatever is a threat to democracy, that's a, that's a thing. I would have an opinion on that. So, like, do you have an opinion on her coming out as Dick Cheney's daughter and saying this type of thing, or you don't? She's hurt when, when, when Trump called her dad a loser because he got arrested or got captured, you know, and Trump was 100% wrong for it. Also statement. shot a man in the face. You can't never say nothing like that, you know? You can't come out and think that I'm on, and, and Dick Cheney Not was McCain, a hit. Liz oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, McCain, right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, but right. even then, you know. McCain, who he was talking about here. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, I was talking about yeah, McCain. Trump, but, Trump uh, inserts his foot in his mouth on a regular basis. Listen, I've had people to rub me the wrong way, and I will treat them different, even though I shouldn't have. Yeah, know? sure. And Trump's going to rub everybody the wrong way. Right. So we're going to treat him different. Right. He is not your typical politician. We're not going to take a grain of salt with whatever he says. We're going to take it so literal. You know, no different than when that, um, I forgot what, it's been several years ago, but he said they was, there was people on both sides that didn't want to see that happen. Charlottesville. All right. Yeah. Just because I might have been there doesn't mean I'm a neo-Nazi. Right. One side it or doesn't. the other. No, it doesn't. But because he said that, all of a sudden he's the biggest racist there ever was. But that's been politics for the last. But we take years. it. But but what happens nowadays? What's, what's going on is that one side or the other is going to push that so hard that little lady in Iowa going to go vote. Believes, oh, dear God, 
Trump's a Nazi. Yeah, but Benghazi, but yeah, Hillary's email. And that's why I don't listen to none of that if I can yeah, help it. But then that's true. We're, it, we're it, pushing and being manipulating so bad because right. either side's pushing you, and then all of a sudden you got it in your heart. This yeah. guy is going to kill me. You know, it's right. not going to happen. But again, and I guess my thought on that is, you know, both parties do that so much, and it, it just makes you want to pull your hair out because, again, just because somebody says the word Benghazi 400 times or Defective. emails, it doesn't necessarily mean something. Just like a lot of the things that said I mean, about Trump aren't, you know, aren't. They made a movie of it. It's effective. Yeah. It, it, you can hear some, something enough times, you do start to believe it. But, again, to me, like, it, it breaks open a little bit different when it's somebody inside the party, like a Liz Cheney, that's saying some of the stuff that I think well, that has to matter a little bit. What about saying, Trump's. More so than if Joe Biden was saying. What about Trump saying that the election was rigged now, what, how many years out? Almost going yeah, on forever. the fourth? Yeah. It's no different than. Then, you know, I'm going to get mad at a ref for calling the game bad. He is a spoiled billionaire, okay? He's not going to ever take loss. And he's, my but team, is that a danger, Aaron? Is that a danger to the country? I agree Because with that. it starts because, to erode. So when Donald Trump picks on every one of America's institutions, uh, you know, the, the Supreme Court. Okay, so we're going to have, uh, we're actually going to have a, a, a proof of this. So Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, has now asked the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not it, this case should go forward. And they may rule against him. And Smith may have egg on his face. Mm -hmm. And it may go away. And God darn it. If it does, can you imagine what Trump makes out of that, right? But uh, basically, Donald Trump has told you and Tony and Trisden and me that we shouldn't have faith in any of America's institutions, that every bit of it is corrupt. And you guys are in here kind of saying, yeah, it is all corrupt. I don't think every one of America's institutions is corrupt. I think there's, I think we're the greatest country in the world. I think our institutions work well. But I hear Republicans, I hear, I hear Fox News when I turn it on, which is often say, man, everything in America is corrupt. Everything in America is terrible. Everything in America is going to hell. I don't feel that way. Do you? Not at all. Yeah, but I think there are people on the Listen, right who I, feel that. I am glad, you know, feel I that think, intimately. Whether we like it or not, I think Trump has shown some light on some stuff that maybe needs changed, whether we like to admit it or not. Give me examples. Well, I mean, I, I, I think some regulations on the tax code. I mean, I hate to say it, we've really went in reverse all of a sudden on some of that as soon as Biden took over. The $600 thing is going to kill a little mama that's working that's going to sell a freaking bedroom suit because she needs some money for 600 she's got to pay taxes on it which i think they bought that also haven't they but you know stuff like that the regulations on business i really seen that quite a bit myself under trump and this but i mean you guys were just talking before about how essentially again i guess it's sort of part and parcel of losing faith in every institution that basically everybody I don't know that I lost faith but i like you know i think we ought to hold everybody accountable i don't care who it is well sure so sure, we can't not, let them just run wild. And I, I, you know, you and me and middle class people, we get held accountable. If you're part of the Washington crowd, you don't get held accountable. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. I don't know. There's four trials going on yeah, for Donnie yeah. and two going on for Hunter. So I guess they're going to be held accountable. Or uh, the uh, well, senator years or uh, yeah. I mean, he's fixing yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 well, no, they I still mean, have. Yeah, I mean, the the the, the and, Republicans in the House kicked out the Republican guy who lied about his qualifications. And the Democrats in the Senate won't even hold a hearing crack. on a guy who's had gold in his office that was tied to a oh, armed robber. Bob robbery. Menendez is a crumb. He's a I bum. Yeah, he's, a piece of, he's a piece Santos, of shit. Santos, is that right? Uh, yeah. He, he needed to go. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 Santos well, needed to go. And Menendez needed to go. Wait a second. They're all Hispanic. Maybe we don't like Hispanic. <laughs> That's what it is. No, no. Menendez is terrible. People are saying they shouldn't have kicked him out because he hadn't had a trial. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're 
Right. Uh, maybe representatives need to be held a little higher standard. Right. Okay. No, perhaps. All right. But well, uh, yeah, I think they did the right thing with Sanders. Okay? I agree 100. percent We certainly I agree kicked 100%. Al Franken for less. Yeah, we kicked that Al Franken, <laughs> and that was a tragedy. That was in the height of the Me Too yeah. movement, and Al Franken should have never been kicked out. Ne never. Yeah. And and that was Democrats who kicked out Al Franken. So I mean that that goes both ways. But yes, Bob Menendez, it's, and I don't understand why the people in my home state continue to vote for this mm -hmm. knucklehead. Because he brings money back. They put him back like in. Said. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. He works good for his constituents. He does. And man, right. I, I know Ray's got a hard out. This is I literally have got ten questions. I don't think I've asked one of them. So we're literally just tip of the iceberg. Well, I also have to make sure this file isn't too big to send to Troy. But I, yeah, uh, I think the last one was one fifteen. So yeah. we've been doing pretty yeah, good. Go ahead. This, so. go for a couple. Oh, no, edit, if Tony would stop talking so goddamn much, we'd be able to get. We could edit. We could edit. We could be able to get a little more. Smaller file. We what? Say so we could edit you out, and then it'd be a smaller file. <laughs> What's that? Probably one third. Although twice I asked you, and one was a shrug of the shoulders. But I think they're both on record as saying, "Yes, Joe Biden legally won the election in 2020." Yeah, nothing. I think they're on board. I'm not sure. Tony had a shoulder yeah. shrug. So what is uh <laughs> he was forced into a, yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, well, he said uh, he's the president. No, no. Tony Perkins. Did you? Do you? <laughs> You're under oath. We're gonna send you back to jury duty if you don't answer. Five dollars a day. <laughs> so who who should you guys pick? Like, who would you like to see? Who's your dream ticket oh, Lord, for the, the presidential? Uh, it's about to be a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter who it is. You're right. It's gonna be a train wreck. A train wreck. How so? Because whoever it is on both sides, it's just going to be so much mud slung back and forth that it's just nothing but swamp. It'll be ugly, I'm sure, sadly. I mean, especially if Trump's be involved. I mean, with oh, the Trump's involved. And those, these, his speeches. I mean, Adams and Jefferson in 1800 was ugly, so I mean, that's yeah, nothing new. Exactly. Well, that's, that's yeah. nothing new. Uh, yeah. yeah, imagine what they would have been like if we had had our media back then. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, there was, I mean, yellow journalism. They had yellow journalism back then. Right. But no, I guess we could close out. Uh, we could. I didn't bring. Uh, any give another what question. The, what are the other nine questions? Yeah, all, right, all right, let's go. Let's see. It's gonna have to go quick. So yes or no? Donald Trump wins the election, twenty twenty four, uh, four years. Does he leave peacefully and uh, have a peaceful transfer of power? You're laughing, but does he? Yes. yes. You can. Yes. He's not going to change constitution. Yes. I think will, everybody will peacefully that. leave if he's if he if he gets elected in twenty four. Right. Yes, he will peacefully leave at the you end. You know, of the that. only well, president that ever come close to that happening. With Lincoln. George Washington, yeah, maybe Washington. All maybe right, that was the only time in our history that that's gonna that we're gonna actually let that happen. All right, so I mean, we can sit here. And I would like to think the guardrails. I would like to think the guardrails. our constitution it just up. it just became a it just became uh, a. Um, um, well, and then Trump won't ever have it's not the right word. It was just a tradition until uh, Roosevelt, and then they, and then they put it in the constitution it two terms. Right. Yeah, because he was elected four times. Four times. Was, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, Donald Trump's in prison. Do you vote for him? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to make a lot of people vote for him the more they go after him. So, well, I guess that's a good question because it does feel like when he's in the news for these trials, it gives him a bump. Like he's just well, in the news, so he gets a bump. So would that would it have the opposite effect if he was actually found guilty by a jury of his peers? No. You don't Not with so? MAGA, no. Well, not with MAGA. Yeah, well, well, here's a question. MAGA's 35%. Well, so I love the negative turn of MAGA. Well, how do we get Make America Great Again all of a sudden become such that's a negative turn? I, I wouldn't mean You see what I'm saying? That's just what he goes by. What is saying? I mean, you've talked about this before. You know, uh, so I, I say progressive, I, you I, think I, I'm bad. I'll, I'll tell you why, Darren, because to people like Triz and myself, it's a cult. Do you guys think it's a cult? Is, is Donald Trump's appeal a cult of personality? Do I look at progressivism and think it's a cult? 
Well, but we've got an actual same guy rep- representing it, though. We're labeling stuff. Well, sure, we're labeling it. So you've said any number of times you think MAGA is a cult, right? The, the cult of personality is Donald. That's Donald Trump. I think well, there's some crazy people on this I side. Think the, what makes that cultish to me is that, as opposed to just being really invested in your political party, is that prior to Donald Trump, Republicanism was a set of ideals. It was lower taxes. It was smaller government. It was so many other things I could sit here and list. Yes. Now it's just whatever Trump says, so it's about one person, and that does become, well, by definition, a little cultish. When you call me a cultish, you're thinking I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid. And I don't, and I'm not I, going I over say, the cliff for anything. I don't believe that's you personally, not at all. I've told that since Trump's been in Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't ask about you. This is I, one I that's broader. Like is, oh, is, we're labeling for, everybody then. For the reasons that uh, Trizen just put forth, is it fair to say that MAGA world is a cult? I don't think so. I think there might be some crazy people there, but no, I'm not. Well, it's not crazy. It's given up on what the Republican Party always represented it, always represented it, always represented in sake of, for the sake of an individual. I'm not going to label any of them a cult. But is that a dangerous thing? And is that where we are now? I think that we want to look at it that way. Is it dangerous when you put a person over the party? Is that a fair? Yeah. There again, I've told you before, I'm not going over a cliff for Trump. I'm not going to do that. Tony, you're quiet, man. What do you think? Is MAGA a cult right now? Is it dangerous that a lot of people have put Trump above the Republican Party, a party that you grew up in and loved and voted for Reagan proudly? Did I love? Yeah. Well, <laughs> certainly more than Democrats. I mean, it's no so is it a cult? The Democratic Party. No, Aaron, Aaron has, has very well said what I what my thoughts are, which is why I was staying quiet. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go over the cliff for any one of them either. Now, Trump's really not conservative. You know, he, he spends a lot of money and he does things that, that don't really fall into conservative. He was a Democratic exactly Party office. He was a Democrat for a while. And that's, yeah. and that's exactly Tristan's point. And, 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 so, and these people follow him fervently. Well, and, and there's some that some that went crazy. Am I following him fervently? No. Oh no, I'm not saying you guys, but that well, 35 percent does not budge. I mean, this started by Trisden saying if he were in jail, well, would you I vote for him? Those people you're, would. You're talking about are people who see him as a uh, an obstacle to the government in in, in the traditional way that, in the way that the government's been working as, as an outsider, if you will. Right. They see him as, as a guy who's, who's... He's their savior. He's the guy who's going to change it. He's going to blow it all up. There again, I never once would ever call him the savior. Nah, you know, I call I, him savior either. That's the other thing. You know, how I look or at someone... No, would I, okay. would I ever sit there and say, you know, Biden's the devil. So, so what is the me, appeal you know, then? Why would what, I ever want to label that? What is the appeal to Trump? I, I, I've always liked the America first concept. Right. I always have. I mean, that's, I don't that's, know. That's there's the, appeal, the president should right never stand up there and say that. I agree, and I told you once on the podcast, you know, America is the bright, shining light. We're we're supposed to be, you know, the the epitome of freedom and democracy, are we not? All right. Yes. So are we not supposed to help our neighbor? Yes, we are. But how can I help my neighbor, even if you take it down just a little me, if I can't take care of my household? We have to do all that, but we still have to take care of your household. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. All right. Yet Trump would say it all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's patriotism or it's nationalism and all this crap that gets labeled. And I hate these labels because I want to say America first. All of a sudden I'm a nationalist. You see what I'm saying? And it happened. Well, when you come down the escalator and you say Mexico's <laughs> sending dr- uh, drug dealers and rapists and oh, by the way, a, f- a few, and uh, wow, <laughs> and a few are. good people. Then and then someone says, "Wow, that guy's a bit of a racist." You can't say, "Oh no, I didn't mean anything by that statement." There's a lot of baggage with that. We don't. There's give a, a lot of baggage. He, he, he is not his baggage. Uh, he's not political. He's, he he is not going to be so a polished 
freaking speech like Obama would no, get some of the best speeches no, there was. It's no, very, no, but you just I mean, asked, you just said, I hate labels. But when you say something yeah, like that, did, you can then be labeled, Aaron. That's, it's a big did. boy's, politics is a big boy's oh, yes, game. It is. It's a bare knuckles fight. And your opponent always looks for things mm-hmm. that they can pick on you that you actually did and said. When he comes down the escalator in 2015 and says, Mexico's sending us rapists and drug dealers, and oh, by the way, I a few good people, you can, you can be yeah. labeled a racist. Yeah. Mexico you can be fairly labeled a racist. They should never said Mexico themselves are doing it. Right. Uh, but they are coming over from Mexico. And he's trying to get to cross the border, which he can't say it. I mean, listen, I'm not articulate. I have no business being on this podcast. <laughs> Go back and listen to my voice. I have no, you know, could you imagine me being the president? I would never say what. You're the guy, man. You you got. We got to get you there with Liz Cheney. You, oh, yeah. you you represent the view very well. You really do. No, I, I think you make great points, Aaron. And, and we I, and are having problems with our border. Look, the neighbor but we test. We call him a xenophobic. You know? Aaron, I always go with the neighbor test. I would love you to be my neighbor. You're a you're a wonderful guy, man. But 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 these political divides are at least interesting. Well, the problem they is are interesting. because we see someone that's crazy, and that's all the news is going to show. We want to say, well, you know, the MAGA now. Yeah, that's the new. That's the new thing. I hate to tell you, there's tons of people right here just like me. There's that tons of people here just like consider you. themselves. So why mad. would I want to label you just because right. you? No, say that's fair. That's fair. And we do that because you know why? Because that's what. That's they what they we want. want and and I think that's fair. And I could see how that would get frustrating, you know, because MAGA has become something that now is pigeonholed as kind of crazy people. And there's some of Every them that would say, hey, "You and I are homophobic xenophobes." <laughs> I've never been homophobic in my life, but yeah, you know, you, if we you get debate that, that hey, you know, we get called that. Well, that's good because I was going to ask you out after this. Let's go. All right. I'll be a cheat day. Wait, you buying rings? I'm not <laughs> saying I'm putting out, but I'm a cheat <laughs> I'll take the dinner, but I ain't going no further than yeah. that. That's going to take three dates. <laughs> it's only fair. Uh, it's only fair. Ray buys yeah. all three. <laughs> but no, you know, it is funny, and I hadn't thought about this, but that was something, if you guys remember, uh, under Barack Obama's presidency, they started using POTUS as a pejorative because mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like penis. Oh, what POTUS did, POTUS this, POTUS Oh, wow. Like, I never, I never made that connection. I think you might side. think about penis either. too much. Well, I didn't, I didn't think about it. <laughs> well, now that you guys are dating, what do I love for <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, POTUS. I never, and, and, and this is completely off the subject. You, line to gain, I never remember line to gain in football. Now they all use line to gain. Really? I, I, it was the you know, it was a first down. Yeah, the, now they, they there's the line to gain. It sounds odd to me. That's the and worst leverage. In the history of our and, top yeah. five show, and every and everything is leverage in football now. It's leverage, leverage. I never remember the word now leverage. We go to the missed call leverage, at the Chiefs leverage. game, right? <laughs> oh, that was terrible, man. Who knew Patrick Mahomes had that in him? Yeah. He was always the good kid, uh, you know, yeah. that every mother's Listen, loved. And, but he was absolutely wicked, the, wasn't he? We're going to blame the referee one side or the other. So even Paul yeah. the same thing. I, I guess his point was well, that you refs seen some will actually. bad calls over there on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my god. T- well, before we do get out of here, Tony is a Michigan alum. So we, I guess we got to put in a mm-hmm. we got to put in a plug for Michigan uh, in, in the next. Oh, yeah. New, Year, New Year's Day, are they playing? New Year's Day, Rose Bowl playing in Alabama. You a hardball guy? You like him pretty good? We are in the same graduating class. Oh, that's awesome. No shit. He wouldn't know me from Adam, and he no. makes a whole lot more money than I <laughs> but do, you but were we graduated the same, the same no, year. No kidding. So he was cool QB in there when you were going. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I didn't realize that, Tony. And he was just Which was what year? 89? 87. 87. You're same graduating. A lot of people hate Jim Harbaugh. 
which he's I don't get. Well, God damn, my brother he, can't well, stand him. And let me tell you why. I like the guy. I like both he, Harbaugh's. He, he, yeah. he, uh, he doesn't have a, a filter. Uh, kind of like is that Trump what it is? Regard. He doesn't really have much of a filter for when he just says says what he thinks. He's a good okay. football coach. I don't know if he passes the neighbor test. He um, seems like a He's a very good football That's coach. That's fair. Yeah. Don't that may, that, a coach. that may be fair. Want, I think you might probably say the same ironically about Nick Saban. Yeah. He's kind of a fair. prick. Saban is a good coach. Yeah. A great coach, but kind of a prick. Maybe you got to be a bit of a prick to be a great football coach. Yeah, huh? just obsessed. That's that iron fist. It's yeah. that iron fist. Go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, also good Back coach. to Nancy. All right, right. Fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. I'm gonna, fun I'm gonna have some fun me. listening back to this one. This is gonna be like, God damn, did we really go down that road? Yeah. So yeah. So, so I apologize you, if I yell. Did you, I don't but, think you raised your voice at all. Did you? Did you what comedy? I don't have no comedy. I have no comedy. At no all, comedy. So, uh, I don't know. He looks kind of funny. This, no, no. This is what we should do. Tony, just open that up and read one. You didn't get. You didn't right. get enough words. Everybody gets. A, now these a, a are just so you know. These are dad jokes. The good, the bad, the terrible. So just read on the shore. You don't have to read along. It's okay. Right. We, get to, we do epoxy, of course. Dad's flooring, Tony. Dad's flooring jokes. Uh, our, our Maria Pond sponsor will be coming back with a new name. And, and I'm not no spending money on this show in a while. <laughs> uh, That's studio. why we were so damn disrespectful. <laughs> So thanks, Troy. Studios. Thank you, Nate. Stove Lake Media. Guys, we couldn't do without you. And thanks to whoever the hell the voters are at Podfeed. Whatever. They yeah, listen to the top twenty. Twenty. Thank you. We Twenty-five of the top thirty-five well. comments that shows. And so yeah, it's all reading. And we're not done. Tony's got a dad joke. I, I, right. I think maybe each of these guys should read a dad joke. Let's all do it. What okay. did the What did the judge say when a skunk entered the courtroom? Uh, odor in the court. Whoa, I like that. All right, we'll each read one. We'll see. We'll see. Here you go, Aaron. You just gotta. You just. You just gotta. Just one on that page. Brand. Go ahead. Brand. All right. So what t- subject in school do cattle like the most? Oh. Uh, music. Calculus. Oh, that's nice. Like <laughs> calculus. 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 Yeah. Right. I was Calculus. close with music. Yeah. <laughs> music. I, I like said music. that. That ain't bad. Music. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Uh, what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? No, no. One is really heavy. The other is a little lighter. Ah, <laughs> that's not bad either. Solid. That actually puts me in mind of a joke. You know the difference between a tavern and an elephant farting? One is a bar room, the other is a bar room. <laughs> I think that was one. I think that was one of dad. That was your dad joke. Right. That was my dad joke. Right, that's my dad joke. That was actually my dad who told that. All right, Aaron, Tony, thank you so much. Yeah, man, that was great. Guys. Thank you, thank you. That was a lot of fun. We'll right. do it again. You yeah, too, most definitely. Yeah, we'll do it again. I like it. Taxi match. Thanks. Yeah. We can leave Ray at home. <laughs> <laughs>